Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville! It's time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Your weekly podcast of the true stories, amazing stories, weird stories, bizarre, hard to explain, mysterious, and often hilarious stories uh, as told by the people who lived them. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Barry. I almost said my own name, Mr. Barry Johnston. Hello, Smiling Sensei. How are you, Professor? I am well, thank you. And I am the Professor. The Honorable. uh, Adam. The Honorable Professor, Reverend Adam Beebe. Don't (laughs) forget that. All that's true. I can perform weddings. I love it. And have done. Yep. Yes, you Uh, you have. How are you, sir? I'm I'm good, man. I'm, I'm... I'm really good. I'm pretty psyched because uh, I was able to get those sunny day tickets, and I'm super happy, man. So, oh, uh, excellent, dude! They didn't sell out. They didn't sell out, which I'm like, God, this is going to sell out, and they still had tickets available. And I'm like, I go to click on the Facebook link, and uh, tickets were not as expensive as I thought they were, and so that's great. So, yeah, I'm I'm stoked, man. It's, uh, March 14th is the show, so I'm 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 stoked, man. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to uh, probably cry like a child, and I'm going to love it, dude. <laughs> they're a top. They're a top five band for me, man. You know. Now, have you seen them before? Yes, I have. I saw them on the first reunion in '08 or '09, something like that. Something like that, uh, and that was incredible. They're so good. Jeremy Enoch, he even his solo stuff. I, I saw him on his solo tour. Gosh, probably over ten years ago, and he was so good. So they're a great live band, man. So I'm excited. That's awesome, dude. Um, honestly, it's music news from uh, over on my side, I nice. guess, kind of related. Okay, great. Uh, is uh, our buddies, my old bandmates, Future Islands, put out a? They just dropped a brand new album nice uh yeah it's called people who aren't there anymore and it's just they just keep man they just keep going and they're like they just keep making more uh mature records you know i mean they've they've got it down you know they know what they're doing they got it down when especially when they you know they take their time and they really get into it they have and just another uh another great album highly recommend nice everyone check it out um they were i think they were on colbert last week oh nice like that. nice yeah so you know and i saw them now they're in the uk doing shows in the uk nice. uh just you know promote promo tv shows and stuff they're not touring just yet but they sure. will be sure um but uh but yeah dude uh i'm just so you know happy for them excited for them to be you know that's what they're being able to do and make their career out of what they love and, yeah. you know, being creative yeah. and so hard yes. to, to do that and just to know somebody, you know, and, you know, we've had the fortune of knowing several somebodies who have been able to make careers 
uh, out of being, you know, musicians and creatives. Yeah. Uh, so it's just really cool. Yeah. And I'm excited for them. So everybody go sure. check them out. Yeah. Uh, and they're uh, great guys place. too, man. They're yeah. just, they're good people, man. They're, they're humble. They're grounded and they, yep. they're just so, uh, gifted musically. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're, they're one of those guys like, uh, you know, from our friend group that every time they put something out, it's like, it's a, it's an event. It's uh yeah. it's, it's a, it's a great thing to, to be on the receiving end of that, to be a fan of that band for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, Hey man, um, this week we've got a great fun guest from, uh, Colin and from Boston area. Uh, and it's Amber and Amber is, uh, we had a lot of fun talking with Amber and had a good time. Yeah. A lot of, uh, you know, like, uh, some similar interest and whatnot. And so, um, we'll just, Hey, let's jump right into that because who knows if my internet will continue to be strong and drop us or not. We've been struggling to get this, uh, this intro part here recorded. You froze on me, so I was paranoid. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, anyway, all right. Hey, uh, coming in from Boston uh, with uh, Boston and the cars and the bars and uh, all that st- stuff. How do you like them apples? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amber. Sorry about that. Terrible. Terrible impersonation or attempt at uh, an an accent. Uh, But thank you, Amber, for joining us. What's your weird story? Uh, It's okay, kid. So, (laughs) (laughs) love it, love it. So yeah, so I grew up actually in the sticks, kind of outside of the University of Connecticut, Mm. Northeast Connecticut, the woods, right? Very small town. So, you know, my parents knew each other growing up. They were high school sweethearts, the whole nine. And, of course, you know, my mom gets pregnant with me. And she's having, like, weird pregnancy stuff going on. You know, like, random heartburn, different things coming up. And I forget how many months pregnant she was. She was a couple months pregnant. And my dad had this really vivid dream that he was walking through the woods with a little redhead girl named Amber. And my whole family's brunette. Like, my dad had red hair a little bit growing up, but that was about it. You know, it wasn't... I have some distant relatives, I guess, that are redheads. I don't know. But nobody else is redhead in my family. So, you know, he wakes up my mom. He's like, oh, my God, we got to name her Amber. And she's like, screw you. You're probably drunk. Just like... (laughs) Like, That was like her thing. She's like... She just told me that. She's like, I thought he was drunk. I just couldn't even deal with it. I just... I couldn't. So, you know, come to find out... My name was supposed to be Devin. I was supposed to be a boy. And if I was a girl, my name was going to be Maya. But <laughs> my mom's co-worker took that name from oh, her. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So oh, her daughter man. was born like two months earlier before That's, me. And she was like, I yeah. like that one. So, yeah, of yeah. course, my mom got pissed. So <laughs> That's why you never – if you're going to have some kind of a unique name – you know, you never tell anybody beforehand. Never. I mean, you know, never. Have we have we learned nothing from Seinfeld and the episode with six? Never tell anybody the child, <laughs> the unborn child's name. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it's so true. So, okay. So cut to, you know, she's basically in labor. 
apparently there's this thing in my family where there's a shortened umbilical cord. So anytime I moved, it would kick off like false labor for her, which sucked. Oh, yeah. Wow, like wow. not fun. Right. So she finally goes into labor. Things are like, okay. And then suddenly my heart stops and then her heart stops. Oh, they shove my dad into like this closet basically is like the story is like, she's like, it was like a closet. It was a fucking closet in the corner of the room. They just shove them in there. And so they, they shove them in there. And my dad's just like, what the hell is going on? So they're bringing out the crash car. They're doing the whole nine yards and they have to do an emergency C-section this whole time. My mom is having this out of body experience, seeing all of this from like up top. Okay. Right. Wow. Like she's seen the crash cart come in. She's seeing the doctor come in. Like she's seeing all this happening. So then they do like the Nikki six, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. she gets like shoved down back into her body. And so my dad was telling me one time, he's like, you know, buddy, I was really nervous. And then I heard your mom's mouth and she was saying some things to that doctor. <laughs> and I knew she was going to be okay. I didn't know about you, but I knew she was going to be all right, buddy. Like, oh my God. So, so like that, that was weird enough, right? Like that whole thing. So Cut to this poor man who just heard his wife basically like die for a bit. Don't know about the kid walking in to see a redhead child just like staring, like not crying, just like chilling. Yeah. Wow. Red hair, bug eyed. I looked like an alien. It was terrible. (laughs) So, yeah. So he passed out. So, yeah. So he he was like not feeling so great after that. So both of them are like, what the hell was that? So then it gets better because the next day my dad is driving to the hospital again to like, you know, go check on my mom because they're making her stay longer, obviously, because she died the day before. So, (laughs) you know, so he's driving, he's listening to the radio station and I forget it was one of the shock jocks in the 90s, like Hartford. I don't know. I don't think it was Stern. I think it might have been one of the other ones. I forget. But it was WCCC. And um they're talking back and forth about like, oh, does it hurt more to get kicked in the balls or to give birth? And one of them was adamant that getting kicked in the balls hurt more than giving birth. So uh-huh. my dad whipped his truck over to the side of the road, grabbed a payphone, hatched <laughs> into the producer, said, you need to talk to my wife. So <laughs> they patch her in to the radio station. And my mom just tears into this guy and he's like, Wow. Like she just read him for filth. Was like, oh, oh, you think getting kicked in the balls hurts? Oh, yeah. How about dying? I know what Nikki Six feels like. How about you? Like, <laughs> That's great. I'm just like, Trish, did anybody record this? And she's like, nobody did. And I, I'm so sad about it because I wish you could hear it. But, you know, like she's told me, she's like, I will never forget that pain. Like sometimes because she, you know, she's also obviously like life happens. She has dealt with other painful situations before, you know. Yeah. But this one, she told me when I interviewed her about it, like there are certain times where like if she's at the dentist and like the drill goes a little funny, she can taste how it tasted when she was Mm. like feeling that way, which I'm like, Oh, that's so visceral. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How long was she out for? She wasn't out for super long. Like it was like, it wasn't a couple of seconds. I think it was like, 
almost a minute, something okay. like that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do they know what caused that? So we're not entirely sure. I mean, I, as a child, was just very sickly in general. Like, I I got chicken pox at six months. I got, like, a mild case of it in first grade. I was hospitalized for pneumonia in third grade. I wrote... Wow. I wrote a picture book about that, actually, oh, about wow. how I spent my birthday in the hospital. Here's a picture book. So that way I get my assignment done, you know. Wow. So I don't know if there's like something specifically, but yeah, I kicked it off. So we call my birthday zombie Amber Day. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's and how long since you were. Uh, well, I guess I mean, in the. You were like, well, I guess still born or born for, or like, how long did that happen before you kicked in? Well, and that's, so basically they got her up, she was good, and then they yanked me out, and I was just like, hey what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was basically like what they told me. They're like, you weren't really crying, you were just like. Yeah. Like, what? like yeah. totally bug-eyed. <laughs> No clue, just looking around, deer in the headlights, like, what just happened? So, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, like, I've always been the weird one in the family. Like, everybody, even, like, my business coach jokes. He's like, God broke the mold when he made you kid. And I'm like, I think maybe that's what happened. I ruptured something in the space-time. I don't know. Yeah, you you came in full force, man. Stop the clocks. I'm coming. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> For yes. <laughs> it was so wild yeah. though. Yeah. Wow, yeah. man. Interesting. So uh, does that like do you have I know that your mom probably had uh does she have any like uh issues from that? Like health issues from all that or is there anything? Yeah. yeah. So she, so she actually, we have a lot of chronic illness that runs in our family. So she has Crohn's. Mm. So obviously mm. like this was like a big concern of like, is it going to kick something off? Like, woof. Um, so yeah, but she had like pretty aggressive scar from the emergency C-section. I remember. Um, but yeah. And like, other than that, I mean, she's, generally okay yeah, i mean that, she's she's a very hardcore like she actually when they do those like personality tests for work sometimes or yeah. like some of those like what's wrong with you let's figure yeah. you out things yeah she got hyper resilient so she's too good at handling tough situations to the oh, point wow. where it's like she curves around it's like whoa too blunt too that's you know, so yeah. yeah, so that that is that is my mom. So wow. the, if anybody had to go through this, it's probably like, you know, like like if anybody could handle it, it would be right. her. But yeah, yeah. still, so, what so, the hell? Like, so her, I guess we call it near death experience or whatever. Like, uh, she she just found herself floating above, and then comes back into the body, like. Does she talk openly about that with people or she does not openly, openly like she definitely I mean, it's not like a first story that you throw down at dinner, but yeah, yeah. it is like, a you know, it's more of like a you talk about some woo woo stuff right. and it'll happen to come yeah. up, you know, yeah, 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 but yeah. she's not going to be like forward with it. But, you know, it's 
it's more it's more fun on my end, you know, aside <laughs> yeah. from, you know, like like it's super traumatizing. Like I can't because she was young. She was only 21. Yeah, wow. Like, wow. can you imagine being 21 years old? Like, you know, pretty much trying to make it on her own. Yeah. High school sweetheart who wow. randomly had this weird dream about a redhead. Now you're dead. Now you're alive. Now you have a redhead. Like what the hell? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so. That's an interesting story because like your dad's premonition gets lost when we get to the operating room. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. That's a whole other side of that story. So like, what do you chalk that up to? It, it, like, are, do you come from a spiritual family at all, or is this all just kind of like? Out of the blue, you know, like I, I mean, my grandmother calls a swamp Yankee. So we're okay. kind of like rednecks of the North mountains, okay. yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. kind of like, like you would imagine a new England swamp. My yeah. family and I look at that and we would be like, yeah, home eh, that yeah. tracks. Right. So, <laughs> you know, so that's kind of, you know, the environment. Um, it was, you know, like there was that Roman Catholic guilt that underlied all of that. Sure. But huh. that protestant work ethic of like you know what we got yeah. going on in new england as a sure. whole thing but i wasn't outwardly raised religious but it was definitely yeah there's there's stuff going on out there you figure out what you believe don't hurt nobody don't hurt yourself was kind of sure. like what we landed on yeah but yeah i mean i've always joked i'm like oh i'm just like a little space alien like when i saw men in black as you know a kid i was just like huh the little guy yeah. is operating the big suit yeah. <laughs> that, that's something there yeah, i don't know yeah. why that hits with me so i've just like always joked that but um yeah i don't know i mean that part weirded me out but maybe it was like i don't know i don't know it's just it weirds him out too he's like bloody yeah. i don't I don't fucking know. Right. <laughs> so was it your mom who did your mom see your dad getting pushed into a closet? Was that or did what did she? So, yeah. So that I mean, that's kind of that's the last thing she remembers is just like my dad being yanked away. And then she's just like, whoop. And then wow. just whoop. And she opened her eyes and she's looking up at everybody and like swearing up a storm because yeah. that's how she is, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Which every right to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. given the situation. Yeah. yeah. A C section is no joke. Like, yeah. They they can't prepare you for that either. So yeah. like I I'm sure from your dad's point of view it was like what the fuck is happening and then yeah yeah and then he walks into this like murder scene because dude it is oh, fucking yeah. violent uh, yeah and uh, I watched my kids being born and it was normal it, there was no C section and uh, that was eye opening you know experience because. I went to the Lamaze classes and stuff and you're trying to prepare for it, you know, and it's, but nothing compared, you know, compares to the moment when you're, you're in there and it's real, you know? Uh, and what's funny is you say you came out without it really, you're just like not crying or anything. My oldest son was that, was that way. He came out, not a tear, just looking at everybody like, Hey, what's going on? My youngest boy came out crying. He's crying. He's, you know, b beside himself. And mm -hmm. that, those two personalities, that never changed. Like, <laughs> it, it told me everything I need to know about them in that moment. And uh, so that's funny that you have that, that story to go along with. Uh, I'm sure it tells a lot about your personality, you know. Uh, how we come I into the world yeah. is very different i just assumed every baby came out crying 
Now, man, yeah. I came into the world uh, stroking my beard very thoughtfully. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, to contrast, so my sister, so I had that whole weird thing, right? So, you know, my sister was kind of an accident, but my mom tried to say that, like, oh, you wanted a friend. And I'm like, I was a very introverted child. We don't, don't play me. Like, just yeah, don't. Right. You, you yeah. know how I felt when she even looked at one of my books when she was a child. No. <laughs> so, yeah. So, of course, like, I'm the weird one. Um, so, Bailey, my mom went into labor at the four town fair in Summers, Connecticut. Oh, wow. Naturally. Wow. So she was just very jaded and she, <laughs> I forget what she was eating. She was eating something like she was like almost past her due date. So they go to the hospital. My mom's flipping through the baby book in the backseat, trying to look for a name. She lands on Bailey and she's like talking with her, her best friends, the one that's driving her. Cause like my dad was at the beer garden and <laughs> <laughs> in like no shape to bring her. So like Lisa's bringing her to the hospital and she's just like, turns to Lisa. She's like, Bailey. And Lisa's like, yeah, Bailey. And that's how they landed on it. But my sister literally did not open her eyes for like two weeks. She would just be like this and then just like close her eyes and then like bottle. Oh, wow. And then, yeah. But like, that is exactly Bailey. She screamed like all, all the time yeah. when she really didn't get her way. And that translates right. to now. Like she has worked hard to control that Krasinski rage. That's funny. No complications with that one for your mom? Nope. Nope. Nothing, That's That's nothing dramatic. Yeah. Compared yeah. to the, the one before. I mean, that was like the joke. It's like, all right, we had A, we had B, we're done. No right. more. Right. Nope. Right. And not another redhead. No, not another red. And my sister, in fact, she has like very dark, curly hair, like early Taylor Swift. Like that's kind of like her hair. Um, and we're we're so different that like as kids, when we were able to like paint our rooms at our new house, I made my whole room like clouds and, you know, trees and all these different like flowy things. And then my sister made it like moon and dark and her end. So we were polar opposites <laughs> through and through and just knew it just down to our core. So that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's it's so strange because, you know, redhead, the, the red hair, the, that's a very, it's a recessive gene. So, uh, now, and it's not impossible for it to come up, you know, to pop up on a randomly in a child, but it's definitely not as likely. I mean, like, like yeah. there's probably ten mm -hmm. percent chance or less that you would have come up, but that there you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I do have cousins that have red hair, but like they're not immediate cousins. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've seen yeah. them at like two funerals and a couple birthday yeah. parties. Like, you know what right, I mean? Right. It's not like they're yeah. super close. And then allegedly I have other cousins in a totally different state that have red hair that I've never met and I probably never will meet. So it's like, yeah. who knows where it comes from, but yeah. Yeah. yeah don't they, don't they say that redheads will eventually no longer uh, be a thing, right? Yes, once they are hunted to extinction. They're, 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 be careful. They're, uh, no. Careful. Um, exactly. The whole gingers have no soul thing. Trust yeah. me. Like when I told this story, that's part of the reason why I didn't tell people was because like we had, I'll never forget. It was like, I think sixth grade or seventh grade. We had to do like a unit in English class where you write a scary story. Right. right. And I'm like, Ooh, okay, let's go for it. You know, I'm a nerd and I'm just like typing away and I submit it and I tell the story and 
of course, there's like one shithead kid and I will never forget his face. And he had a stupid little like middle school football jersey on. And he's like, gingers have no souls, right? This makes sense. And then for months, for like three months after it was like, hey, ginge, hey, ginge. And I'm like, we got past this in second grade, guys. Come on. Jesus. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. You're unique. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I know it's a kid. Kids can be rough, man. But like, yep. uh, it, it, you know, I think it's great. I mean, we all come in, in different colors, shapes and sizes. And it's it's, yeah. a, it's a good thing. You know, are you Irish? So that's the thing. Like, we're very Polish, Lithuanian. Okay. But then jury's out because my grandmother does not know her father. Okay. She comes from a family of seven. And there are multiple different fathers in yeah, those okay. situations. Okay. Yep, it's gotcha. swampy. Possibility. Swamp. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, you come from the land of uh, history. I mean, there's so much interesting history around you. Um, you know, growing up in that area, were you aware of that? Is that something that, like, you know, like as a kid you were interested in at all? Or are you interested in it at all now? So I, I mean, like I said, weird kid. So I was very into cryptozoology as a child. Okay, like nice. that was like, yeah. I would yeah, go yeah. deep into the blogs about like jackalopes and like X-Files. I would sneak that. Like I would watch all like really screwed up horror movies. And like my mom was fully aware. Like we would have conversations. She's like, you're not a normal child. I'm like, I know, like I get it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like right. I have all these weird outlets. Um, you know, like normal kids are like building out like a normal Sims house and I'm making it look like some weird, like, thing that Tim Burton dreamed up after throwing <laughs> up all night. Like, you know hey, what I mean? Like, great. that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, so like, doing that sort of stuff definitely was a big interest of mine. I spent a lot of time in the woods. I was really into fairies. Like, that was, like, another little thing. Yep. Um, yeah, what else? But, yeah, I think in terms of, like, this sort of thing, I was always interested in, like, what's possible. Yeah. And, like, when people say something's impossible, I would always be like, why? Right, right. Like, like yeah. why is that? You know, like, yeah, sure, yeah. Give, me, give me an answer. Like, you can give me a bullshit answer even, but, like, I just yeah. want an answer. Sure. I just love information. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's definitely been a big part of it. And even now, like, it still kind of plays into things where I'm like, oh, I've seen, like, the past week, like, 2.22. I'll just look at the clock and be like, oh, what time is it? Oh, it's 2.22. Yeah, huh, that, that happened the other day. Like weird little synchronicities like that. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. I call them like little bookmark moments. It's like okay, yeah, yeah right. I I asked that because I, I my wife and I took a trip out there. I lived in in on the East Coast for a while, um, mm. but then um, for our twentieth anniversary, so this would have been two years ago. two years ago. Uh, we went out to the East Coast uh, during close to Halloween, and we did the old uh, New England trip Ooh, up up, up yeah. through Maine and over to New Hampshire. We came back down, but we flew into Providence, Rhode Island. We did the old uh, Lizzie Borden house and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yep. And it was such a cool trip. And, you know, when I was living on the East Coast, I just, maybe I was too young to appreciate it, or I was too busy to appreciate it, but I really really enjoyed taking our time, checking out all the cool old spots, all the, you know, the history of, you know, the ghostly type stuff. And, um, 
I just think it's it's such a cool part of our country and history that uh, if anybody has an opportunity to go out there, you should definitely do it because it's it's well worth it. It's really a cool spot to check out. Yeah, especially if you love history. And I mean, that was something that I was really into as a kid. I was very into colonial history. I don't know yeah. why, but yeah, yeah. like Felicity, I mean, I knew it was like the redhead American girl doll, like, duh, like, of right. course, the redhead's <laughs> going to go after it. Right. But the fact that like we had, you know, the local museum with the postmaster who was the first female postmaster in the 1800s, like yeah. you have stone walls literally everywhere in the middle yeah. of the woods. And you're like, whose property line is this? Yeah. I don't know. I guess it could be Jebediah's who, you know, yeah. I've literally been hiking before and you just find like a random cemetery with different headstones. And there, yeah. there was one time it was like, I went and it was like late 1700s and I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, like this is just state forest right here. And, you know, it's very, it's very normalized. I mean, even when I was working up north of Boston in a town called Belrica, I was producing a show called Jake's Rants and Raves with one of my students. And it was basically like really frustrated student would come in all the time and just bitch and moan about everything. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to make you like do different challenges because I am of the generation of MTV jackass. And that's what we did in the country was <laughs> yeah. just different stunts and pranks. Like yeah. that's what you do. Yep. Can you jump the mattress over the fire? Yes. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. those are the questions yeah. you ask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, how can I take that and channel it in a healthy way? Because that also resonates with him. So naturally you put a 17 year old kid who told you that he didn't like ghost hunters into a, a local house that is in the center of town, but now has a whole paranormal investigator crew there with yeah. all these different odds and ends and instruments. And some of them are saying, oh, right. Like that was where, was he a doctor? I think he was a doctor, right? Was that where the patients came in? Was there like a big influx with like the influenza and the poor uh, historical society woman's like, yeah, it says that on the Wikipedia page. Like, she's so not into it. Like, she's just like, yeah. I had to beg her for months and months. But it worked. And we had, like, the dowsing rods. And it was just wow. such a fun time. So, That's cool. But, you know, it was literally just in the middle of town. Like, he had driven by this every single day of his life at least once. But you would never know unless you just kind of, like— scratch the surface a little bit yeah so. yeah yeah no. but that's new england i mean you just yeah. you find that everywhere oh man i was shocked like well i i went we went to salem and um that was what i was kind of looking forward to the most but i was let down i and i don't know if it was i don't know what i had in mind but I just felt like it was so commercialized and uh, it just wasn't yeah. like, I don't know. It wasn't what I thought it would be. Um, I want to go back and take more time because the time of year that we were there, of course, I mean, it was so you couldn't find a parking space. I, I was frustrated before we even, you know, started the day, which my wife will never let me hear the end of. Uh, <laughs> and but it was just um, I was looking forward to. You know, going to see old the old houses and like where the whole witch trial stuff happened and all that, and it was just I don't know. It was just like ah, this wasn't what I was expecting it to be. The cult shops were all like kind of cheesy, you know, and like kind of reminded me of like Spencer Gifts or something like for like you know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta. I think the the thing with Salem is that you really have to do your research and know who to trust when yeah. it comes to their opinion right. on certain places. So like, Oh, what's it called? It's 
like something coven. That one's on Essex Street. That one's pretty legit. That one's solid. They won't even let you take photos in there. They're like, no, we we don't want any energy like that. And I'm like, okay, you are legit. But um, actually, I have a fun Salem story that's also kind of creepy, eerie, funny. Yeah, let's hear it. (laughs) You'll love this one. So when you go to Salem, first off, definitely like summertime is super cool there you know and if you are looking for that new england experience go a little bit north go to like ipswich marblehead you know like even gloucester yes gloucester Um, yeah we went yeah oh it was great yeah you go all the way up there even like south shore you know like quincy can have some cool spots but okay salem is obviously you know everybody's go-to so naturally when you have a video shoot on a dock in January in Salem after an ice storm, you wear a pair of slide on vans <laughs> that, oh. that led me to falling <laughs> off of a dock. Um, and it was like, it's like really, it's like you drive by where the docks are and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Like big boat launch, brown building. Yeah. I fell right there and it was like a 12 foot fall. Um, and I was, I had a camera. So of course I'm like trying to shove the camera and the whole time I was trying to keep my producer out of the shot. That's the whole reason I took the step back was to get a wider shot. So I fall, I dislocate and shatter my elbow. Oh, my glasses go flying at least eight feet. Damn. (laughs) She ended up though. She ended up using the footage right up until the point where she sent me the clip later. It's literally like it's this clip of this life coach that we were filming, and she's like doing this like radiant like la 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 like looking around, and you see like this, and then she cuts the frame, and the next frame is Elizabeth just screaming like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> she's like, "I had to use the part. I wasn't going to use that piece of B roll, but like I had." to i had to make it worth it for us yeah yeah, so here i am january it's cold i'm literally like laying on the sandbar there's a seawall that's at least like 11 feet that's at an incline there's this older woman walking by with this little bijan that's yapping away looking down and she's saying are you okay and i'm like (laughs) i'm sorry what is my life right now how did this happen so, yeah. So I, you know, of course I yelled like, I'm okay. Is the camera okay? And you hear that in the clip too, which hilarious. <laughs> so naturally what we do is we, <laughs> the talent holds little fluffy in her arms. The old lady just kind of like looks around and is like, okay, are we good? Are we good? The producer uses the dog leash and the old woman to help pull one armed me up the side of a seawall so we can oh go to God. the hospital. <laughs> Damn. I can't make this up. I literally cannot make this up. I wish I could. But yeah, so then they lost my glasses at that emergency room. Um, They brought me all the way down to MGH in Boston, which was the bumpiest ride I've ever had in my entire life. Um, Yeah, and also I hadn't eaten for like at least 14 Uh, hours at this point, and they were trying to pump me full of pain pills. uh, And I have a very, very high pain tolerance. Like a really high tolerance. Yeah, we're weird. And women. So yeah. redhead and women have a higher pain tolerance than just about anybody. And I was <sighs> walloped. So, yeah, so that was like six months of recovery. I got like basically if you've ever seen a toe stop on a like roller skate on the bottom yeah. of yeah, 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 like uh-huh. a key looking thing. Yeah. I got like a metal one of those in my elbow. Oh, wow. um, 
But yeah, and you know, I'm I'm getting back into deadlifting things again and all that because for a while it was like, oh my god, it's gonna fall off, ah, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, wow, so I wow. went back like a couple weeks, um, a couple weeks later after the surgery, we were driving around Salem. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be scared of Salem. Salem's a cool town. I yeah, love yeah. it up there. Like that's that'd be stupid. So I drove past, and it was like an hour later. Water. I would have been drowning. Oh, wow. If we had rescheduled the shoot like we had possibly been thinking about, I would literally have been in water. Wow. Wow. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) So you do film work? Is that your, Mm -hmm. is that what you do? Okay. Nice. Nice. So you do independent stuff? Is it all like independently contracted kind of stuff or? Yeah, yeah. So it's mostly like indie stuff. We do some corporate. I have a PR and marketing agency, but okay. I, you know, I'm film kid through and through. That's great. Front front of the camera and behind the camera. I was actually in a horror movie short a couple of weeks ago, so that was cool. Oh, very yeah. cool. Very yeah. cool. Man. Yeah. That's the spot to do it. See, now we got we got an audio guy. We got a film person. There we go. Yep. We I got talent. I'm the star. Yeah, you're the talent. <laughs> There we go. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> That's cool. That is awesome. The, um, yeah, that, that, that is, uh, Salem is a very, very cool area. That whole area, we drove up the coast and we did like hit all the little cool little spots mm-hmm. all the way up into like Kenny Bumport, uh, Maine. We did, uh, Plymouth. We went to Plymouth and that was cool. I was shocked at how small the Mayflower really was when you're looking oh, yeah. at it. all of it is so small like the rock i mean everybody jokes about it it's like oh my god yeah. yeah it's like whoa it's so weird man mm-hmm. but uh but yeah it's uh it's really it's worth the trip for anybody that's looking it's it somebody told me once they're and they're from that area and they go you know the thing is it's a great secret because nobody thinks about going there at that time of year and it's like the trip that you didn't know you needed until you got there. And that yeah, was so true. Yeah. It was just like, oh, it's oh, man. so true. Yeah. Like, I think, like, literally, you look at, like, the Berkshires. And I was at the Catskills recently. And it's, like, this time of year, people are like, oh, there's no foliage. There's nothing to do. And it's like, well, yeah. But also, I got to see frozen waterfalls about a 10-minute walk. And I paid off-season prices. Yeah. Yeah. Always like, go off season. <laughs> yeah. Try off yeah. season because you do you get better deals. You can linger. Mm-hmm. You can people will take care of you. They'll want to spend time with you because they're bored, you know, and they're you're giving them money. So yeah. And yep. plus, you know, again, not as crowded. Uh that's mm-hmm. a big, big, big yeah. plus in my right. command for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, Boston in general, I mean, is just like it's so rife with history. And I think that's like the unique thing is like, you have all these different populations that have different histories. And like, I grew up, we used to go to like the Pequot museum all the time because like native American history was really, you know, very prominent in our town. So, you know, just like learning all those different things. It's like, Oh wow. Like there's a lot going on here that people wouldn't typically think about. Yeah. 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 That's one of the interesting things I found too, is the, uh, the native American culture in that area so different than the native American culture in our area because they live differently, Yeah, you know? Uh, and it's just like, you, you, you don't think about that when you're a kid growing up, you just think, Oh, this is the way that, that it is. And of course it's not, uh, but it's very, yeah, it's really, really, really interesting. Um, 
now with your filming and stuff like have you done any like uh, of the paranormal investigative stuff have you ever dipped your toe into that is that an area you would ever dip your toe into uh, well, that's why that's why I did the the episode of Rants and Raves because I'm like, how can I get a paranormal crew to check out this place that I have been so nosy about? Because every time I drive <laughs> past it, I get the willies, and I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I would like some fancy, shiny metal instrument to give me a reason, even yeah. if deep down I'm like skeptical about yeah. that result. Like, right. I, it'd be yeah. nice to just have like some number just to quantify some things. So, I would love to like look into it and one of the things that i am developing with a friend is a podcast called rabbit hole okay where we basically take like one idea and another idea and we rabbit hole our way to connect the two and obviously the paranormal is going to come up like a lot of times oh yeah yeah, she's like super into cryptids and stuff like that so you know like i figured that would be it but i think in terms of my filming it definitely informs a lot of my style so a lot of what i do is very like in the moment documentary style, but there's something a little different or something like a little bit of skew or something that like catches your eye. That's like, huh? Yeah. And think like that. Like I always like joke. I'm like, I think like a camera, I've always thought like a camera and I never realized I did. So now I just, it's my job to just show what I am thinking. So that way other people can understand. (laughs) That's awesome. So yeah, I guess, you know, going back to my little like men in black alien analogy I started with, I mean, this is just my way of, communicating to you humans (laughs) yeah no it's great i'm a huge documentary buff i would i would rather watch it yeah i mean i would rather watch a documentary than a scripted piece i just yeah you know i just love it because it's like the yeah and the best movies to me are the ones you just you never even would could fathom the story being there like Human beings are so strange. Yeah. And, and and you find you'll stumble across these weird ass documentaries about some dude that like has made a, a, a life of like, you know, whatever artwork or, you know, collecting weird shit or like whatever, man, just weird, weird stuff. That's my favorite, my favorite medium. So. I, I, just go white. Just go white. The just go white, man. Yeah. <laughs> the dancing outlaw. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So one, if you like that sort of stuff, so one of them that I just found is on HBO Max, and it's basically about this commune or cult called The Garden. And it's literally The Garden, commune yeah. or cult. And it's this, you know, basically kind of like an extension of like the Rainbow Family and the Rainbow Family Gatherings and yeah. the Collective, da-da-da. Yeah. And now this one of their members was on TikTok basically promoting the hell out of it saying come as you are come here pr nightmare occurs so obviously my business brain is like ding i want to see this train wreck yeah yeah and now they introduce this film crew and they basically do this reality series but it's like people actually trying to figure out like they have a prospective member who's like i don't know if this is a cult or not let's like kind of see what it's like but the cult is like well the group yeah. is in on it. They know the film crew's there. They know this person's this prospective member. 
and there's just showing everything. Interesting. Wow. I don't know that it's I've like, seen that. Yeah, like I, I just happened upon it. Yeah, I just I stumbled on it when okay. I was just looking around in the documentary section because I was doing some work, and I'm like, I could have a documentary on in the background. Yeah, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. Like, like just something simple. I don't need anything with like you know, like I don't. Some of my friends they'll watch like Real Housewives or something like that, and I'm like, eh, let me throw on like a Ken Burns documentary from yeah. a couple of years ago. I like, don't yeah. do that, you know. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Weirdo, right? Yeah. Who yeah. does that? <laughs> yeah. Well, you I mean, you're in a company of weirdos here, so welcome sure. to Weirdsville. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> welcome to Weirdsville. This is the pe- the place where we all are like that. We all are the ones who were the weird ones in the family and the the weird ones in the school and and for sure, yeah, we we love the documentaries. I'm always putting on I'll either put on like a documentary or some kind of like a British uh comedy panel show something strange like that so Ooh, or at least that's good yeah 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 that twin flames that. documentary is pretty good oh yeah i just heard about that yeah that's pretty good you seen twin that yet flames. twin flames it's really no, interesting i haven't seen that yet yeah, yeah yeah there's a couple of good ones there's another cult one um can't remember the name of it but it, it's came out recently about a a bunch of um folks from um like the San Francisco area that are all like IT people, like, um, what do you call that? Silicon Valley folks uh-huh. that oh. get, yeah, they get wrapped up into this sex cult and it's fascinating, dude. Wow. It's amazing how much money people will pay to get into this stuff. You know, uh, it's, it's mind boggling. I'm like, I, I was like, you pay that kind of money for this stuff. And you're left with just a wreckage of a life. And I just, it's, I can't stop watching it. I just like, right. It's like, it's, it's fascinating because like, it's so simple to chip away at the human psyche like that. And I think that's what fascinates me. I mean, I actually, you know, this past weekend, I just felt compelled to write this short after dealing with a really frustrating Typically, like, pretty solid ally, but, oh, my God, the toxic masculinity was just, oh. And I'm like, all right, like, what would I, like, if it was, like, the future and, like, say I had a tech startup or whatever, like, what would I do? And the whole thing is, like, you know, kind of, like, Black Mirror-esque, but it talks about exactly what you're saying is, like, you have enough money and you think you're powerful enough, you can do whatever you want, you know, even if yeah. you think you're doing the right things all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I think cults and all of that, it really, it's a shame because the concept of an intentional community at its core, not the worst. People, right. yeah. people right. suck. People right. yeah. Yeah, suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the problem. That's all it is. Right. Yeah. yeah, well, and, you know, that's the problem. We, we, the Barry and I grew up, you know, we grew up in the church, and, and yeah. we grew up very religious, and we, it gets to the point to where, you, you know, you realize that having a system of belief or anything like that is perfectly fine, but when you get it into the organized aspect of it, organized religion is kind of a bad thing because, you know, it can be turned into such an ugly monster that is so yeah. opposite of the message at the core of the belief. Uh, and so, yeah, we both kind of realized that uh, in our, like, you know, late teens and, and or teens and, and early 20s and such. Kind of, and, but that's the, that is the thing. It's that people tend to poison good things, you know, uh, and it's so unfortunate, you know. But yeah. it's also, 
you know, people who are there are a lot of people who are good, you know, and they have pure intentions. It's just that often the people that, you know, poison things have a stronger kind of willpower or kind of uh, charisma to where they take over the things. Yeah. And, you know, that's why you get, you know, movements where, uh, you know, I can't, I, I, you know, people like Hitler will come up as a, uh, a a leader of a nation, you know, or, or, you know, just where people who should not be in charge, Jim Jones, another one who yeah. should not be in charge, but they have this unbear, un- unbelievable charisma and charm and, and chemistry that uh, they just know how to manipulate people mm-hmm. regardless of the situation. And so, you know, and it's like the guy, what was the, is it the Nexus seven yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. that, yeah. that guy, yeah. he started out, you know, with the pure intention of creating a cult and, uh, you know, and make for people who are, you know, smart, but also for who are wealthy. And, uh, you know, and he, that was his purpose doing that. And, you know, he, it was corrupt to the core. Yeah. Well, people want to belong to a group, you know, and I mean, that is part of it too. And it's like, yeah, you know, uh, at the core of it, we're all just human beings. So, uh, but it makes for great documentaries. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it does. I, love it. I know. I, love I know. It. it really does. And yeah. great podcasts, such as yeah. What's Your Weird Story Absolutely. podcast. Yes. Your weekly <laughs> podcasts for true stories by the people who live them. Because so. <laughs> really, if you think about it, this is, yeah. a, I, you know, I never thought about this, Barry, but we do a weekly documentary podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's true. That's true. You do yeah. a docu-cast. Yeah, docu-cast. Yeah, yeah. Write a blog about it. It'll right. start becoming a thing. <laughs> so so when uh, when are you planning on your podcast being uh, a thing? Is that uh, soon or or in the future? Yeah, I think the podcast, we're, we're pretty early on when it comes to, like, concepts. We have my, – my friend quickly sketched a logo while we were watching the D&D movie a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah. She was just, like, on her path. I was, like, showing her. I'm like, here's some ideas. I found some Pinterest ideas. Here you go. And she just started going for it. I'm like, sold. Thank you. Love yeah. this. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so probably, you know, a couple months out, I would say. Ideally, I'd love to have something out for March. Um so, yeah, we'll see where that cool. goes. But I always got projects going on. We yeah. got, you know, my series working on it is going to be starting up soon. Okay. So that'll be dropping in January. And where, that's where can people basically, get that? Yeah, you can find it on YouTube. If you look up Ivy Hill PR, that's my agency. Okay. My name on Instagram is Amber K. Comms, C-O-M-M-S, like communications, because that's what I do. Great. So. Great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, man, I mean, this has been great and we'd love to have you come back for yeah. sure. And absolutely, you know, anytime you got something to mo- promote, we'd love to have you, you know? Yeah, definitely. For sure. That's definitely. The That's the way we roll. <laughs> yes. And, and I, I got some very weird stories and some cool people. So if great. you're looking for any specific oh, yeah. topics, just. Hey, we are in. super. We're open to everything at any time. So, um, <laughs> You know, for the podcast, I should say. Yes. Barry's married, so he's limited. That's true. I, on the other yeah, hand, you yeah. know, I'm single, whatever. So. Uh, make, a documentary. So make a documentary about that. There you go. Cool. Well, we'll we'll definitely, hopefully, you know, our listeners will check you out. Because, I mean, we like I said, we've been doing this for five years, every week for five years. So we've got a, a nice little base of folks. So 
you know, bring some, bring some eyes and ears to what you're doing. And, uh, yep. we, we love having creative people on and, and promoting what, you know, what you do. So it's good. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has been wicked fun. I've just had such a great time chatting about this and I didn't realize how weird my life was until I actually yeah. started talking with you folks. See? So thank you for that. You yeah, know, you're you welcome. It's, you're good. Welcome. it's great. You <laughs> yeah. know, cause that's the thing. It's like most people don't, I mean, you've lived it. So it's all your normal experiences. You don't realize how different it is for other people. You know, something that is completely normal to you, you lived it, is very strange to other people, you know, different careers. Like, we, we just talked to a guy who was, you know, for a couple of years right after he got out of high school, he was a carny, you know? And that was just I his... I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Give me all... I'm so high camp. Like, literally yeah, anything yeah, that yeah, is yeah, super yeah. high camp, I'm obsessed. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, genius. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're going to be having him back again just to talk carny stuff. Absolutely. But, you know, oh, my gosh. I'm going to listen in. This is great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, but, yeah, so, you know, I mean, it's, 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 that's what we encourage people to think about. You know, you've got a good story. Everybody's got a good story. You may not think it's weird. It doesn't matter. We just like hearing good stories. We like meeting people yep. and making new friends and, you know, making connections. And that's one of the reasons why we do it face-to-face over, you know, Skype is because you do get to see each other's faces and you do get a little bit more of that human connection that we all are lacking, you know, anymore. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys yeah. so much. Thank you, Amber. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. You have a blast. You have a good evening and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Definitely. Chat soon. Stay in okay. touch. Okay. Hey, you know what we need? What's that? We need a new ad for our merch store. Our merch store. I've had a few people reach out to me and ask me, just how do we get What's Your Weird Story merch? Huh. How do we get that What's Your Weird Story merch? What's dash your, spelled Y-E-R, dash weird dash story dot myspreadshop.com that's what's dash your spelled y-e-r dash weird dash story dot myspreadshop.com that's correct get in touch with us go buy some merch we got some cool stuff yeah dude and you know what? If any of our listeners out there has some really cool ideas or has some really cool what's your weird story type art that they want to see on a t-shirt, get a hold of us. Maybe it'll happen. Amber, great to have you. And uh, just a wonderful, wonderful story um, about her childbirth. And uh, yeah. what a way to start in the world. Yeah, man, a real live dead girl. Uh, her zombie birthday, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, uh, that's yeah. A, that's that's wild. But yeah, yeah. you know, she both her her parents sound like they're just as much characters as she is, man. Yeah, um, she's she's. We had a lot of fun talking to Amber, and uh, it was a blast. And we, oh, and as we were discussing. Uh, in and with Amber in the episode, as, as you just heard about us talking about a, a guy who uh, we spoke to and uh, worked at a carney. Well, he will be our guest next week. 
uh, Ed Green, and uh, he also has he's got lots of interesting yeah. stories and yeah. a, another great character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to have here on the podcast. Um, so yeah, we're uh, we're gonna not dilly dally around. Uh, you know all this closing routine. Well, if you're a brand new listener, hey, thank you for joining us. Um, join us next week as well. And from ever on and ever and forever and ever and ever and ever. Uh, and I'll, amen. And um, we, uh, <laughs> we want to hear your stories. Uh, contact us on our social medias. Or email wywspod at gmail.com. And I'm only rushing through to uh, make sure that we get keep this, maintain this connection because my internet has been super spotty. Uh, so <laughs> it's been a valiant, valiant effort, my friend. Yeah, if you guys even knew how long it was, it <laughs> took us just to record yeah. five minutes of intro and five minutes of outro or whatever it is. <laughs> Uh, you would be, uh, you'd be, I don't know, you'd be amazed. Um, but, uh, hey, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate Amber for coming on. And uh, we appreciate everybody in Weirdsville for listening. As always, we love you guys. And uh, we uh, we hope to hear from you, your thoughts. And if you were born dead uh, and then alive again, we want to hear your stories. Whatever your stories are, we want to hear them. Uh, here on the podcast. So until next week, Monamis, that means my friends, I think. Yes, Monamis, en français, uh, be safe. Be weird. I don't know any, I don't know how to say be safe in French. <laughs> I honestly don't even know what I was saying in French. <laughs> I could be wrong. All right. Be safe. <laughs> be weird. <laughs> As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. Stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.